Today's show is brought to you by our own bonus episode. I think I could get a satellite up in space oh, yeah? more easily than I could make an ice-making <laughs> machine for Burning Man. You can imagine how a satellite works. Like you take, uh, I don't know, solid oxygen, throw it in a rocket, do, do some... Uh, do some rocket science. I could get there eventually. <laughs> can we do, instead of free birth control, can we do pay birth control? We pay you to put the IUD in. And we Not call it eugenics. But you know what a refrigerator is? basically a box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we have to debate yeah. what a box is again on this show? No, because we... No, it's, it's a box. It's I'll, a give him, I'll give him that one. It's, <laughs> a, it's a nice box. It's a nice box. You know what Target does carry? They have 50 Shades of Grey branded cock rings. <laughs> yeah. And she could crush you with her thunder thighs. Yeah, How do you man. keep it up with all these thoughts going around in your mind? <laughs> I'm getting your dick ripped off in James Bond. Man, I'd get the biggest boner permanently. She could rip your dick off if you're not careful. <laughs> now available at the biggest problem in the universe.com. Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe from Facebook to hipsters. With over 3.5 million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I am Maddox, and with me is Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Welcome back. Hello. Episode 64. Yeah. Guys, we should, uh, we should just get right to it. <laughs> Helping friends move um, was the biggest problem in the universe last week. Yeah. Followed by Dropbox and cloud storage, which the voting on this is so outrageous. You guys, in the negative, not only is it negative, but negative 2,000 votes. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> That's, there's got to be some, some serious negative acceleration there, man. No, there's got to be some shenanigans. You had a number of fuck-ups. Uh, here's had the a thing. No- Go ahead. Here's the thing, Dick. I don't think that there's enough people in the world who have that strong of an opinion, at least in our listener base, that have that strong of an opinion of... Cloud storage. Is they, that the biggest? Just, is that the biggest downvote? No, no, Guardians of the Galaxy was the fastest. Maddox is the biggest downvote. Yeah, on the list. But yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy was the fastest. That's like it was like a, that was like a mega slide at a water park. The ones that pulls your swimsuit right up your ass. That was that slope. Was this higher? This was higher than Guardians of the Galaxy, wasn't it? I don't know. I'll have to check the slopes. That's absurd. Look, I, I'm calling some shenanigans on it. I, no, maybe this is why use a scripting bot or something. No. no. This is why this is why I was saying you fucked up because first of all it was very technical yeah. because with, with this kind of with this number with this large of a negative turnout it's it becomes a negative vote against you like people aren't voting on the problem anymore they're voting on how you brought it in when it's when the number is that large you know yeah. what I'm talking about yeah I know what you're saying it's the it's the is it was it Dropbox was it cloud storage. You know, that was part of the confusion. And when people get confused, they get angry. And that's when the down votes start flying. Pew, 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 Yeah, pew, they pew. get emotional and they become idiots. Angry, emotional idiots. That's who voted the Dropbox <laughs> problem down. <laughs> You're not you know helping. what, dickhead? Those fuckers, those shady fuck Dropbox executives. Uh-huh. Remember, they were the ones who booted the kids from that baseball field a while back up in... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. They booted those Mexican uh-huh. kids. Those Mexican kids. And then the Mexicans them. wanted to see their papers Yeah, how they reserved the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Those shady fucks. These are the ones... You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if a few Dropbox engineers got their feelings hurt last episode. Good. Yeah. Fuck your Dropbox fucks. Fuck your service. Here's the thing. 
Adam Reburn says, if someone is using Dropbox as their primary storage, that's their fault for being a fucking moron, not Dropboxes. Here's the thing, Adam Reburn. That argument completely disregards the argument that I made that essentially all companies are moving towards this platform. Nobody wants you to own anything anymore because they want to rent it to you constantly. That's the end game here, guys. Why do you have a problem with that? Because, Dick, you instead of buying something once and using it for as long as you want, now you have to rent everything. Imagine if you had to rent every tool that you owned. Imagine well, if you had to rent your car permanently. But that's called a lease. Yeah. I mean, that's in, in some ways, a lease is better for you depending on your life circumstances. Like, yeah, but the majority of people, it's not. The majority of people can uh, own their cars. The majority of the people can own the tools that they have. They keep trying to deprecate everything. Look, man, people are paying subscription fees for Netflix, and they're paying subscri- subscription fees for Gamefly, and uh-huh. then subscription fees for Hulu, and subscription fees for this show, and subscription <laughs> fees... For Netflix and Amazon and all yeah. these other services. Sure. You know, all these subscription fees start to add up. And next thing you know, you're paying, you, you, get, you cut your cable cord, but now you're paying the exact same as you did before on all these little services. And yeah. everyone is trying to do this now. Yeah, I, I guess I just don't see a problem with it. Like, it's a different way to monetize resources. Like, no, instead I'll tell of paying you. a lump sum at the front, you're paying a little bit every month. No, it's garbage. Uh. Because I'll tell you what. Adobe has moved to this model exclusively. If, it's, if, and if it's anyone, great. No, it's awful. The it's Microsoft awful. Office is is incredible. It's, it's ten bucks a month instead of the three hundred that you used to pay. Dick, you're paying three hundred dollars every three years. You're paying more yeah, than that. That's I don't. I do not have a problem with paying three hundred dollars every three years. Yeah, but it's not. It's three hundred dollars for Microsoft. Three hundred dollars for Adobe. Another four or five. Actually, it's more than that. And here's the thing with Adobe. With Adobe uh, Suite. What they do is you pay for the subscription fee so you can no longer stick with one version because every mm-hmm. every few months or so, they'll update it and they'll break features. They'll take it away. I used to use Adobe, uh, what, what is it? Uh, Premiere. Uh, oh, Premiere, yeah. right? Yeah. Premiere used to have all these transitions and really cool features in it, and they stripped it from the Creative Cloud version. So if you're paying for the subscription version, you lose out on features that you once had that they, if they decide arbitrarily to take it away. Yeah, all right. Uh, and also, Dick, what oh happens? Oh, my God. Uh, Speak, nah, speaking of arguments everyone's assholes. sick of, what? Then what happens what? What happens if you can't pay your subscription fee one time? What happens to your data? They repossess it. Hmm. What, what do you mean? What happens if you what don't? What happens to well, your data? Um, on a lot of services, it just sits there and you have to pay to re-edit it again. Like, it'll sit there in a read-only version. I don't know what oh. specifically Dropbox does. Yeah, but nobody They really don't delete knows. it. So it's a big cloud. I mean, I've done it. Yeah. I've done it on, like, subversion repositories, and it yeah. just sits there. You well, can you no longer hope, use the service. You hope that they leave it there. Nobody really knows these policies from company to company. They might hang oh. on to your data. They might not. It might be gone forever. Yeah, I guess read the manual. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Or just buy a hard drive and keep it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, hey, this one from Nico Yazawa. Uh, I'm moving this week, and I had to ask a friend to help, and I'm paying him in barbecue. Fuck, time to kill myself. Uh, all because Dick can go fuck himself. He felt bad because he was moving, and he asked his friend to help him, which he should. Yeah. That was the point I was making last episode. Look, man, if you're, in a, if you're in a desperate spot, then sure. Um, put it I, on a credit card. Put Hire movers, put it on a credit card. It's your problem. It's not yeah. our problem. Yeah, better, I know you're moving. If I want to help, I'll show up. Better yet, sign up for my new subscription service. Uh, you pay a monthly fee, and anytime you got to move, I'll just come move it for you, but you pay forever. 
I mean, it's called insurance. Insurance yeah. works the same way. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of insurance either. Hmm. Um, Alex Worth says, Dropbox isn't a box. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, then, and then there was a thread of comments. I'm going to read all of these. Adam Lewis says, it's a square cylinder. And then Sean Willing says, it's a five-sided box. And then Gilbert Garcia says, it's a six-sided square. <laughs> Which, by the way, that thumbnail last episode, Dick, was so well done. Yeah, it it perfectly great. encapsulated both problems. That was really good. What is that guy's name? Elizar, 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 yeah. tartar sauce, yeah. something like that. Yeah, he's doing a good he's job. Awesome. I like, I like his stuff. Yeah, and uh, Tubbs too. They, they all do good stuff. And everybody was uh, raving about that fan art we received last time. And by the way, guys, it's live on the show. It's live on the show's website. So upload your fan art, and we'll shit on it. Yes, we hit it in a really hard spot to find. It was uh, biggestproblemtheuniverse.com/slash/fan-art. Yeah. Some people found it on their own, but now it's linked to. People were saying we should have abbreviated it to fart. Real funny. Um, Derek Connolly says, why does the download button never work? I want to download an episode and put it on my iPod for a road trip I'm about to leave on, but all it does is open in another window and play the episode there. Then Stormy Waters says, right-click and save link. Yeah. Real simple solution. And notice it's a Mac user who has I, this problem. Uh, oh, my God. Because mm-hmm. like, how do you right-click in a Mac? What do you have to alt-control? Is this how you want to start this fucking episode <laughs> with rehashing your insanely... Uh, small technical problems that you have with everything like you have not how long did it take you to install itunes two hours you can't use dropbox you can't use self-checkout lanes i think you need to get te- you need like a, a an assistant monkey yeah. who can do all these things for you like I'm a literal rhesus monkey dro- those self-checkout lanes never work i'm gonna make you watch a three-minute video of me trying to check out that doesn't fucking work the machine doesn't work and also um d- installing itunes for two hours is because i didn't want to install all the bloatware that comes with itunes oh i had to decompress the package and install specifically what i wanted <laughs> i want to hammer my brains out i can't take any more tech stuff um Maddox Juan Taver, Taverez. Maddox, every time you talk about fighting games, you're painting yourself off more and more as a yeah. salty scrub who doesn't know when to quit. Hmm. Get good. Get uh, a lot of people were complaining that you were, I, and I'm not calling you this, but they were saying you were lying about tripping in Smash Brothers. Did you well, see any of that? Yeah. You know what, guys? I was going through my old Wii collection of video games and i saw in my collection i actually own smash brothers which one though smash brothers brawl yeah see they're saying that's the yeah. only one that has tripping yeah. and it was oh, now, let me play some voicemails okay first. let's hear these idiots hey maddox you petulant fucker uh <laughs> so smash brothers the tripping thing only exists in smash brothers brawl which mm-hmm. was on the wii yeah Tripping doesn't exist in the highly competitive melee oh, okay. version. That's, that's and yeah. I want a creator. And I can't take any more of that one. These it's, hey, guys, Brothers I just wanted to comment on that uh, fucking 12-year-old that called in to defend Smash Brothers. <laughs> it's not a fighting game. It's a shit series. And I love that the person that defended it was a 12-year-old, which is the target audience for side, Smash I Brothers. Dick, go fuck yourself. No. Yeah, man, these, talk about petulant, these fucking Smash Brothers fans. Here's the thing, two episodes ago, they were all saying, hey, Maddox, you just haven't played a, you just haven't played a good Smash Brothers game. You probably played Melee, which is the worst one in the series. And now that I, that I bring up the tripping mechanic, they're like, oh, no, that was the worst one. You should play a real one. You should play a real one. Every single time. Guys, 
if it's a competitive game, if it's really balanced, you shouldn't have to turn off anything to play it. You shouldn't have to turn off a you shouldn't you shouldn't have to go through an arcade dip switch screen to decide how to play the game. You should just turn it on and fucking play it. In Street Fighter, you don't have to go through 40 different customizations and options and disable random elements in the game just to make it playable. Fuck you and fuck Smash Brothers. All right, how about this? Cuz you and I are going to play Smash Brothers tonight. Right? That's true. No, Actually, we are, we are playing, playing tonight. Yeah. We're going to settle it once and for all. Yeah. Okay? If I win, it's a fighting game. And in <laughs> fact, superior to Street Fighter. And if you win, I don't know. Somebody's got to write you an apology about how right you are. Blow me. Well, no, no, this isn't how bets work. You're always trying to make tattoos and blowing yeah, part of the bet. Yeah, you, you never, everything bad that can happen to you, you don't want. So there's nothing what that you, you ever agree to. Yeah, you won't agree to tattoos. You won't agree to shaving your stupid haircut. You won't agree <laughs> to shaving off your eyebrows. You won't agree to sewing your mouth shut. Like, none of these things that I want you to do. I got a comment here. Can you make a bet like a real person, not a cartoon? Okay. Like in reality? Drink a bottle of hot sauce. I've already drank in a bottle of hot sauce. Well, you drink, so, uh, drink a hot bottle. Are you avail- are, are you open to that? If I win at Smash Brothers tonight, when we when we go play this exhibition match, it's a fighting game, and that's it. Because I'm fucking tired of talking about Smash Brothers. Okay, I agree to that. You can call it a fighting game, and it is. And you agree that it is a fighting game. I agree that you can call it that. Okay, so no, <laughs> no, no betting at all. That, great. What a what a fun what a fun guy. What a fun bit. Right. Then what did Let's what make do you a fucking give up? Vi- I don't know. What do you want? You you won't agree to anything. Like sewing my mouth shut or shaving my head or getting a tattoo on my face? Shave half your head. How about that? That's the same as shaving your head. Okay, I'm also sick of this conversation. Great. Go ahead. Whatever. What were you going to? No, you know what? I got something special for you instead of whatever you were going to say. No. Go ahead. You can do it during this song. this time piece of shit i'm calling shenanigans on that vote that's fucking bullshit someone scripted it um i got a comment from tim Greeley. he says soup blankets that's one step removed from chili sheets <laughs> and then rob mcgregor says hey morons the extra base is anal when you round home oh yeah yeah that was my joke the first time uh, uh hey april o'neill likes the the uh the soup blankets oh yeah how about the that por- beloved the porn star internet porn O'Neal. star yeah yeah pretty cool she'll come out and sample some blankets my friend used to date her uh, well, congratulations. Yeah. Why? Dude, well, how do you, know, do you she, how do you know she likes the, the blankets? Because she was tweeting at me about it. How did she how did she find out about it? Uh some a fan tweeted at her about it. About your blankets? About the soup blankets. A fan of the show tweeted to her about the soup blankets. Why would our fans do that? What did they uh, just, Why does like, anyone tweeting? do anything? That's so weird. No, it's not one of those why does everyone do anything? That just seems like a really weird thing to tweet to April O'Neil specifically. That's so weird. Huh. Well, maybe he thought it would be fun. Yeah. Anyway, it Dick. was. <laughs> Great. I don't know. Real fun time. Real fun time for it. Let's go back to talking about Dropbox. That's fun. Oh God, <laughs> that's the worst. I think they went. It went beyond even voting the problem. It was they were voting down that you even brought it in. No, that's how Dick. bad it was. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. Here's the, here's the thing. Everyone's an idiot except for me. All uh-huh. right. Someday, when you guys are all enslaved by the subscription fee model, and you no longer have hard drives, and you all have to rent material, and you can no longer download anything you want because you forgot to pay your subscription fee, and your data gets deleted, or God knows what happens because no one knows, then you'll come kiss my ass. And you know what? I'm gonna slam the door shut on you. No. 
I get all the hard drives. I'm going to be a hard drive hoarder. That's what I am. Okay. Go I ahead. got some voicemails for you. Hello, Dick Masterson. This is Adolf Hitler. Yes, this is hard talk. <laughs> I noticed that you said that the Holocaust was as bad as moving. That is not fair. I did not make any of the Jews move their own thing. I crushed them up and put them in the train. Oh. And you can bet the end of the day, I did not stick them with the gas bill. Oh. Have a nice day and go fuck yourself. Whoa. Oh, Over the that's, line, that's Hitler. That's too much for you. Yeah, yeah, I do draw the line at Holocaust. Hitler, you're not welcome to call into the show ever again. D- Dick, make it, Black make it no. Yeah. Said, mm. said, said, change our voicemail to say if this is Hitler, hang up. We're not going to play your voicemail. No more Hitler calls. Hitler, yeah. he's not a friend of the show. Fuck that guy. Anyway, that's a good him. point, though. He didn't stick him with the gas bill. All right. Um, Are you ready to move on to the uh, the problems here? Yeah, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go. Okay. My first problem this week is infantilism. Mm. Yeah. Oh, good problem. Yeah. <laughs> good job, Maddox. This is, for, this is a de- definition of infantilism. You know what it is, Dick? Sean? You guys know what this is? From uh, dictionary.com, it says, the persistence in an adult. Of- I know what it is. <laughs> what is it? What, Go Sean? Ahead. What is yeah, it? Yeah, what? I, I, mean, just wa- I just wanted to interrupt I know what it because- is, too. Yeah. It's when you want to have sex with those giant trees from Lord of the Rings. Kind of. Actually, you're kind of on. I know you're making a joke I here. I think they're, but kind, they're called kind of... fonts. I think. Oh, no, Dick. Damn it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. What did you think it was? No. I meant? Where did you think I got that? I thought you meant people who fetishize things like Lord of the Rings and wanted no, to have sex no, with them. No, no, no. But that's, uh, that's pretty close. The Sean, what did you think it was? Yeah, what, what, Sean? I just wanted to interrupt because oh, he never gave oh, us the oh. chance to ask. Yeah, but, yeah. I hate when you ask rhetorical questions without giving a Well, pause. first of all, here's the problem with Joker 1 and Joker 2 over here. Right? First, Joker 1, Dick. Uh, he'll, he's just going to think of some stupid fucking thing to say that's, that's irrelevant just a to pun. make a joke. It's called yeah. a pun. Yeah, a pun. And then Sean, um, I give Sean time to respond, and he's like pulling his hands out of his pockets and putting his weed away and all this stuff. Oh, uh, come <laughs> on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now, uh, I, I try to buy a little bit of time so so Sean can get to the mic. But, uh, yeah, Sean, you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Just move Thank on. God. Go. Great. The persistence in an adult of markedly childish anatomical, psychological, or physiological characteristics. That's what infantilism is, right? Yeah. Um, to me, it signals the sign of an emotional, immature person and the inability to cope with challenging situations. It's a sign of weakness. Babies and children need to be coddled, so people who act like babies or children also need to be coddled. It's a character flaw and a sign of weakness. And I'm not just saying, saying that flippantly here. I actually mean it's a sign of weakness. I mean it in every sense of the word. These people are weak and aren't fit for survival. They should be rejected like the bad batch of eggs that they are. Hmm. Infantilism. I'm so tired of these guys, man. It is annoying. Yeah, man. Me too. It it culminates in many different ways. Sometimes I, I've been to a couple parties lately. The way people talk to their dogs is a big one. Yeah, that, I, I hate that. Is that right? They don't just talk to their dogs that way. They talk to children like they're babies. And if you don't well, stop that, if you don't stop that... Uh, they will continue to talk like babies into adulthood. I have a friend. Ooh, the children? The children. I have a friend who, um, man, I can't even say their uh, um, her name. but uh, You could just make up a name. Well, I can't because the way they used to pronounce it uh, Sarah. was specific. Okay, Sarah. They would call They would call her Sawi. Sarah Tits Enormous. <laughs> All right. They would call her Sawi. Sawi. And yeah. they would like talk, they would baby talk her so much. They didn't stop baby talking her until she was like eight or nine years old. Mm. And so she never got out of that 
phase of talking like a baby. For real, even into adulthood, she having has like this, a speech impediment. It's a speech impediment. She has that because her parents continue to infantilize her way into way past the the age that most people stop, which is which should be never. Talk yeah, my to- sister doesn't. She's got a a, a hard line against in infantilism talking yeah. to her kids like they're good like putting whys on everything yeah it don't it's don't, like a thought virus like when they get exposed to it a little bit they just immediately incorporate it and that's how they refer to everything it's very weird seeing it work like you really have to totally quarantine them from it yeah because the mind is ready to ready to adopt it well essentially if you if you bring a child into this world it's a fresh mind learning the language right and if they learn to speak a certain way, they the child's mind doesn't know whether you're talking to them in an accent or whether you're talking to them like an infant. Whatever way you're speaking to them is what they're going to learn and pick up. So if you talk to your child like a baby, it's going to learn to speak like a baby, idiots. And I, I don't know if this is just a problem that I have because of the parties I've been going to, but I've been going to p- parties with adults, like 30-year-olds, who, as an activity, want to sit around and color in coloring books. Wait a minute, there was something in the news about this, like a day camp for adults where they would do exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's really sick. It's, uh, I don't know what it is about me, but something visceral. You have fucked up friends too. Your social circle is fucked because I do not have this experience. Well, I'm not saying that as an insult. I'm saying this is like an observation because you're always bringing in these problems that you're exposed to that I have n- like people coloring and coloring books. Yeah, I've not been exposed to people wanting to do that. Sean, have you? No, no, nobody I know does. Yeah, that. yeah. Where well, are you meeting these people? It might be because of the social circles that I hang out with sometimes because I hang out with a lot of creative types. I hang out with people who are creators. Oh yeah, people I hate who, that. Who create. Uh, content on YouTube, people who are podcasters, people who are movie makers, and people who have creative work. And then I hang out with a lot of people who are in the comic book realm. So maybe it has something to do with that. And then cosplayers, that's another big one. Um, A lot of the cosplayers are really stuck in this infantilism mode. And ultimately, it's destructive. I think that the ultimate destructive form of uh, infantilism is Michael Jackson. He's he's the ultimate adult infant, right? He never got out of that phase. And look at him. His sex life was a mess. He... (laughs) He had, I mean, even to, uh, to the point where during a Barbara Walters interview, one of the top questions that she was asked to ask Michael Jackson was whether or not he was a virgin. Because people weren't even sure if that guy had ever been laid because of the way that he acted in the, in the world. And, and, and his, a weirdo. Yeah, people call it a weirdo, but ultimately it's, it's adult infantilism. And it's because probably he had stunted growth because he never had to, got to have a childhood. But I think that uh, the, the infantilism that we're dealing with today is completely different than Michael Jackson's. I mean, Michael Jackson, for all his uh, his faults, may have been a victim of his upbringing. But uh, this is from a website yeah, called... Yeah, he was uh, molested, wasn't he? Uh, I don't think there, there's evidence of that. I don't know about that. I mean, Joe Jackson beat the shit out of all of them. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. But that doesn't lead to uh, infantilism, necessarily. It leads to, to potentially other psychological issues. But <laughs> this is from uh, Flavor Wire. Uh, flavorwire.com. It's an article they wrote. Uh, they're talking about uh, this uh, philosopher, this modern philosopher. She's, her name is Susan Neiman. She wrote a book called Why Grow Up, in which she suggests that millennials need to need a dose of enlightenment philosophy. This is from the website. They say, Immanuel Kant famously pitched the enlightenment as man's emergence from his self-imposed immaturity. Without this, Neiman warns, society risks caving into bellicosity. It may not be an accident, Neiman writes, 
that Peter Pan was published shortly before the First World War. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's suggesting that this could have far-reaching implications in society. Unconditional. The, so she talks about this thing called unconditioned status. Mm-hmm. It's a tranquil inactivity and constant state of peace that comes when all questions about the world have obvious answers. That's how a child thinks. In black and white, good or bad, everything has an obvious answer to it. Basically, the, this, uh, this article goes on, basically the unconditioned results in the sort of childlike, carefree glee that comes about when one's imagination can resolve any logistical dilemma. One feature of the unconditioned, a sign of immaturity, is that humans in this state cannot distinguish between the way the world is and the way that it ought to be. I would agree with Neiman that this lack of distinction characterizes much of millennial culture. Oh, are you shitting on millennials now? Well, I think it has a lot to do with it. I think millennials are, for a large part, infantilized. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about that. Well, just look at Reddit. One of the, most of the uh, the top voted threads on Reddit yeah. are just arts and crafts projects that people took some piece of childhood from their nostalgia yeah. and then made it into some pot or pillowcase or quilt or blanket or some fucking thing, a trinket of uh, of some hmm. item. And then it's... It's uh, idolized. It's cherished. They think that this is somehow productive or good or something. They make well, they it like part it. of themselves. Look, liking things is fine. I, we were just talking about this. My friend and I, we went down to um, uh, Disney World, not not the resort, but the uh, Disney World town, downtown Disney. That's one. And we were talking about how it's kind of sick how some of these adults go there just as adults and just become children because you can go to Disneyland and have fun and like it, like you're saying, Dick. But when it becomes part of your identity, mm-hmm. that's when it becomes a problem. That's when it becomes infantilism. Okay, so this is being said by a guy who wears mostly video game t-shirts. Right. How, how am I supposed to reconcile that? Well, I'm not an infant. I, li- I, I wear it because it's part of my aesthetic, and I appreciate the artwork style. That's different. You can appreciate art. That's different art. than the crafts on Reddit? Because I've seen some crafts, and it looks like a lot of craftsmanship. Like it's like it's almost like the craft is so good that the nostalgia part is um, just uh, irrelevant to it. Like somebody will, will pixel paint an entire room, like the first level of Mario. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that's it's pretty cool style that yeah. you did that. I get it. That's cool. I don't think that they are appreciating the art so much as making it part of their identity. Huh. I think that's that there is a difference, and you can tell huh. these people. You can tell who they are. Because when I'm wearing my video game shirts, I'm an adult wearing a video game shirt because I appreciate the art style, I appreciate the aesthetic, and I appreciate the work that went into it. But it's not part of my identity. It used to be. When I was 16 years old and I started my website back in 1997, I wrote about video games and I wrote about cartoons that were definitely a part of my identity. In fact, my name Maddox comes from an anime. That yeah. was, I mean, that is an intricate, in, intrinsic part of my identity, online and offline, right, at that time. It no longer is. I haven't watched that cartoon in ages. I don't identify with it. Hmm. It's pretty cool, but it's not part of my identity. That's a, that's an important distinction. What about collecting toys and action figures? Is that infantilizing? It can be. It depends on why you collect them. There's a, there's a wide range of collectors out there. Some of them collect them for nostalgia. Some of them collect them for money as an investment. Some of them collect oh, them as, as aesthetic. They like to have them around, and I would probably fall into the latter category. A little mm. bit of uh, aesthetic and also the, uh, the collector aspect. It's fun to collect sometimes because people collect toys, people collect stamps, people collect bottle caps, people collect lots of things. But if, you, if it becomes part of your identity and you start to eat cereal and sit around in pajamas as an adult and then, I don't know, go to parties and color in books, 
it's yeah, that's kind of weird. Disgusting. I have a visceral reaction to that. And I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because when I see an adult, uh, I think that there's some element of sexual maturity there. And if I see them coloring, it suggests stunted psychological growth. And I feel uncomfortable about that. I know exactly what you mean. It takes her down about all the notches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, the girl's really hot. Yeah. But, oh my ooh, God. She's really young in the head. Yeah. yeah I did. I really don't like that. It makes me really uncomfortable. And I, if they were actually emotionally stunted or they had some learning disability, that would be another thing. But these are adults I know who, yeah. who don't fall into that category. I know I met this girl at a party one time. She has her master's degree uh-huh. and, uh, and in a very specific field, it's, it's kind of a sciencey field, right? She's very smart, very charismatic and outgoing, and I thought this chick is pretty cool. Saw her at the next party. She was coloring in a coloring book. Well, absolutely shattered my image of her and, and uh, what I thought of her. And mm. it's not just the judgment of her, st- her um, um, choice of hobbies, right? Because, okay. because where do video games fit into that? Well, it depends. Again, like some people play video games, like some of these speedrunners I've been watching on Twitch. They Which are you have a Twitch channel. You should not forget yeah. to mention that. <laughs> what, Dick? What are you implying here? That you've pitched it on every episode since you opened it. Which look, I support. Look, man, I don't give a shit. It's kind of, like it's pretty much capped off. I'm not really promoting. I have not even mentioned Twitch on Facebook. I don't give a shit. I'm just kidding. I mentioned okay, but I do want to know where video games fits into this because I grew out of them. Like I don't enjoy them the same as I used to. See, I just don't. I do because I've always appreciated the challenge of a video game. I've always appreciated the escape of a video game. And it's not escape, that... Escape, I'll give you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's challenging and it's fun and it's an escape. And it's, a, it's, it's interesting to see the different art styles in video games and so on and so forth. But if you are playing video games as with the mindset of a baby or a child where you are pretending... You know, that's, that's the other problem that I have with this. Sometimes people play video games not because they like them, but because they want to identify with a child. Really? Yeah. Mm. They, they say that they're young at heart or a child at heart. That is code for phony. Yeah. Piece of shit. Faker. I can sniff them out a mile away. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't like when, um, I don't like when people act like, I could just say girls. I don't like when girls act like they're in high school. Like, they're always keeping tabs on their friends, like, all the time. Yeah. It's really painfully obvious when they haven't grown out of that. I don't know if that's the infantilism that you're Not talking quite, about. Not quite, because at least high school shows an age of maturity. I'm talking specifically the mindset of a child, like an eight-year-old. And this happens? Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm. you know what, Dick? This is like the Vine Stars problem, which uh, um, you're not familiar with Vine Stars, so it's really hard to explain what it's like. Well, I know what a Vine is. No, but you got it. It's a totally different it's beast, like Instagram. Man. No, no, no. I'm not talking about Vine as a platform, but uh, I just came back from Vid- VidCon last weekend, mm-hmm. and it has just gotten worse. I went to VidCon uh, two years ago, and there were a lot of like YouTube celebrities, and again, quotes around that, uh, the word celebrities. But they were walking around, and all these people were taking pictures of them, and uh, you know because they're they're supposedly famous people online. This time at VidCon, there were more f- cameras pointed at themselves than there were of other people. Everyone at VidCon was a star. Oh, because they're recording themselves for their channel or whatever. Yeah, mm. I even overheard some guy standing by the bathroom who was saying he was recording in his vlog or Periscope or whatever the fuck. He was saying, well, not many people have recognized me, so I'm just going to hang out by the bathroom and wait until someone recognizes me. That was his goal. That was a, it, it, just these Vine stars. Yeah. 
entitled shitheads. Anyway, um, infantilism. I, I think when you uh, when you realize it, you'll you'll agree. I also would just want to add this one last thing. It's it also there's a type of infantilism called paraphilic infantilism. It's a sexual fetish that involves Ooh. role playing. A regression to an infant-like state, including drinking from a bottle or even wearing diapers. <laughs> diapers? Yeah. <laughs> and sexologists... Oh, that's a bad one. Can you imagine having to tell a girl that? Like, if you were really into that, like, how to broach that one? <laughs> well, That'd I be tough. I, I can't even imagine the mindset it would take to have to do that. Yeah. What an asshole. Because girls are very open to stuff. Yeah. I feel like. Like, yeah. when they want to bang you, well, not all of them, but when they're when they're invested in you, they're open to weird shit like that. But, man, that would be a weird conversation to have. Yeah. Well, um, I just want to end on this one last point. Sexologist John Money says in his book Love Maps, he describes paraphilic infantilism as a possible adjunctive to masochistic discipline and humiliation. So yeah. people people get off on this in a way of uh, I guess as as masochism, and that's what that's kind of the consensus of uh, psychologists. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty weird. So why is it a problem? This, I mean, everything I just described. Well, but it's even, all that's all like annoying. How does it become a problem, Dick? I I specifically mentioned how it's a problem in that it shows emotional immaturity and a lack of ability to cope with problems and challenges in life. But what impact on society? Yeah, is what's that what the you're asking? I mean, how widespread is it? Hey, I'm just trying to help you out, Mr. Yeah, Negative yeah. 2000. Yeah. How is this a problem? Well, is people getting off wearing diapers? People uh. people who are not able to cope with stresses and pressures and challenges in society are not yeah. equipped to go to war for us. They're not oh. equipped to save us. They're not equipped to they're not survivors. They're not breeders. I want breeders in our society to be hard asses. I want apex predators getting off and having babies, baby. That's mm. what I want. I don't want a bunch of pussies and and uh, sissy foots sissy. sitting around coloring books. You're not you're not prepared to have a child if you're sitting there coloring in a coloring book because it's not you're not going to be an adult role model to your child. You're going to be just another kid to them. And kids aren't equipped to 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 uh, raise kids. Even Peter Pan at the end of the fucking book uh, decided to uh, you know hang his hat, didn't he? Or did he Peter decide Pan? To, yeah. Um, no, what's no, it, what's that the was name? the Robin Williams version where he grew up. Yeah. The real Peter Pan went back to Neverland. Yeah, Neverland. And that's ironically what Michael Jackson called his ranch, Neverland. That's I don't a, think that was ironic. He did, named well, it after that. Well, coincidentally then, that is the ultimate destructive form of infantilism, which is Michael Jackson's life. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo. What's your problem? My problem is um, hunting crybabies. Oh, hunting crybabies. Yeah, uh, I know. I know what this has to do with, and I was going to bring this in, Dick. It's a good problem. Let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, it's this fucking Cecil the Lion thing. Yeah. So there's a famous lion. There's a famous lion on the internet, Sean. I'm sure you don't know about this guy. Did you know about Cecil the it's Lion? On the, it's on the front page of every news site. He how, got, how could I not know about he it? He got his ass killed. Mm-hmm. Cecil the Lion got shot by a hunter. Mm-hmm. And, and excuse me, shot by a bow, a crossbow, not with a gun. Right? So I'm this this was my experience with this. This was my exposure to this. I log on the Reddit or the internet and I see uh we gotta kill this guy, right? The headline is um a guy who's worse than Hitler kills an animal, a famous animal, right? Was that the literal headline? I don't I think it was. I mean that sounds a little bit like hyperbole, but there's just enough It's hyperbole, but that's what they all that's what they're saying. I mean that's what they're saying. And every that's the worst part about these guys. They're always saying but not saying something. Like every 
commenter on the internet who's talking about Cecil the lion getting shot is suddenly like a mob boss. Yeah. They're like, you know, I'm not saying he should get, I'm not saying I want to kill this guy, but I am saying if uh, something unfortunate were to happen to him, uh, uh, you know, I wouldn't shed a tear. It's like, well, you're just saying that you want him killed. Yeah. You're just saying it. You're just, you're, you're that person. Yeah. Like you are now that person on the internet issuing death threats. It doesn't matter semantically how you phrased it. Every, you got your point across. Everyone is Johnny Law on on Reddit. Everyone is Johnny Law on the internet. And oh, they're, and they're, suddenly, they're suddenly Matlock, ready to try and execute this guy. This guy for, oh, okay, he poached a lion. That's bad, right? He he didn't poach him. He shot him. No, he, this, he poached him. Well, this, see, here, what, what, were you there? He <laughs> paid, he paid his 50 grand to go on a hunting expedition in Africa, which in my, in my estimation, I don't give a fuck how many singular animals they are killing to put $50,000 into Africa. Yeah. That's all they have to export. Well, you see, for, from their point of view, letting a, uh, a rich, entitled hunting hobbyist come into their country and drop, I, I don't know, how many meals and water pumps and vaccines and solar flowers can that, can that buy? Probably a lot. It can probably help them more than a lion. Uh, yeah, Dick, so that's the argument that, uh, that I made not for the Cecil the Lion case because that's not what happened here. With the previous girl, there was that uh, previous outrage where a girl went to Africa and she hunted wild game, mm-hmm. but she did it legally. She yeah. paid she paid her correct fees and her correct dues, and that does go into preservation. Every one of those animals that she kills, the money that she pays for that licensing fee, which I think for, for a rhino is upwards of uh, $100,000 to $300,000, that goes into preservation efforts, and uh, they create... Uh, uh, excuse me. God they, forbid it would go into humanitarian efforts. Well, that too. God forbid we just give a hundred percent to humans and fuck the animals, right? Well, no. Why not? Because I think there's e- ecologically there speaking, there are people speaking, there. Right, there right, are right, people right. there who cares about the animals that are there. There are people. Yeah. Well, ecologically speaking, to have a, a diverse ecology is beneficial to everyone. Oof. And those for, people. I mean, for, this is for you, not in the country, saying that. Dick. I just want to make that absolutely clear. Dick, I'm on board with this this whole problem. I just want to say that from the yeah. from the outset here. This guy in particular, though, is not one of these guys. Well, who here's what he, here's what act, here's what happened, and what I what I've found. He he put his fifty grand in. Yeah. He hires his guide or whatever. The guides. The guide's driving him around through the hunting preserve. Now, this is this is where it gets sketchy. Uh, somebody lured the lion out of the preserve with a carcass of some kind. Yeah. Uh, who knows if the dentist did this or knew about this? Then, when the lion got into the hunting area, Dennis shoots him. Right? That's it. That's it. That's all we know. Is that tr- true or false? True. Uh, I, I don't know that, Dick. That that may be his version of events. What I read online was that he was with the uh, with the with the crew with the carcass on the vehicle. Of course, but what does he know? Like, oh, uh, so what? Th- he he automatically knows that they're trying to lure a lion out of a protected territory but, just because he's there with a carcass. Tr- trolling a carcass is what you do to hunt sharks, also. Right. It but, seems like a smart move. Well, of course, yeah. But uh, I think the problem again, Dick. This the, this, the distinction here is that this guy paid some corrupt official, or not, uh, you know, just some corrupt guy. Uh, he wasn't an official part of the, uh, the so game what, licensing agency. So he should have researched agency. him more? Yes, the game licensing agency in Zimbabwe, you can buy 
proper permits that to go hunting these animals. But it sounds like this guy just bribed somebody to go shoot this lion. According to whom? Internet commenters? Like, this guy has not r- said any of the things that you're saying. This poor dentist whose business, whose place of work is now destroyed by people who are upset that a famous lion got shot. Yeah. Right? And famous is very important Yeah, he here. shot the wrong lion. He shot yeah. the wrong it's a, lion. It's a non-story if he didn't shoot that one. Because the, the Zimbabweans or whatever they're called don't give a fuck that the lion was shot because to them, lions are predators. Yeah. Because they live in huts. Yeah, I did read an article about how they are attacked by lions. Their elderly are killed by lions. Yeah. The lions kill their own game and their hunt and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but but uh, when... It's not just that it was a famous lion. That has a lot to do with why everyone's talking about it. I think it. it's 100% that it was famous. No, because the girl, again, the girl who who went, there was that big kerfuffle on the internet yeah. back when that back- girl went on that hunting expedition. And right. I think she killed a lion as well, or she killed a giraffe, and she killed a rhinoceros, and some of these other things. But uh, um, she defended herself, and rightly so, because she said that she pays those fees, and those fees go into preservation efforts. And those preservation efforts, by the way, create tourism, ecotourism. A lot of tourists go there to their country, and they spend money trying to take pictures of those animals. Mm -hmm. And that tourism dies off if those animals die off. So if you want to make the case that it helps the villagers, that's fine. But so does ecotourism. And not having those animals there will be much worse to their long-term economy than having them there. Yeah, I, I, um, I don't think anyone commenting on this issue is thinking about the long-term economic benefits of ecological tourism in Zimbabwe. I think they're just pissed off that their pet lion got shot. Yeah. Well, their anthropomorphized majestic hero lion that they've loved forever got killed. Yeah, well, because he- and they always they go right for the attack. The first the first fucking comments, even Schwarzenegger's ass posts this on Twitter. Oh, uh what do you feel like a tough guy now? Do you feel macho now that you killed a lion? Does that make you feel like a man? Like, wh- where is where is that coming from? Why is it? It's satisfying to kill something. Of course. That's what's, it's, that's in, been in our DNA for millions of years. Of course it is. Of course it's satisfying. Where does, where does this, like, immediately t- attacking him for wanting to be manly. Do you, like, do you see how much projection that is? Like, oh, you're only doing this so you can feel like a man. No, it's just a, it's a, it's a hobby. It's exactly the same as a video game. Like, you... It's satisfying to kill things, to stalk them. And go. And I'm not a hunter. Like, I've never been hunting. But I can see how it would be satisfying. Dick, I'm not defending this guy only because it sounds like what he did was poaching. And and I'm not defending this guy because he's not defending himself. Fuck this guy. Just like the... Um, Sorry, what? Say that again? I'm he's not, not defending, defending himself, because so he's fuck not, him? He's, I'm not defending this guy because he's not defending himself because I think that he knows what he did is unjustifiable. He, this you is, defend this yourself is, against a mob. The, well, hold on. Who's ruining your dental practice? Well, I mean, that supports your family. I, that's a to, that's a totally different uh, different argument. I'm I'm against that mob rule as well, and I think in this case it's unjustified. I agree that the mob is wrong here, but I also think that the dentist is wrong. But uh, to a to an With extent, no it facts though. Well, I mean, there's the fact some- that he's done it before doesn't mean that he did it this time. 
well, that's true, but it, uh, it, we not, it do we not even have time case. to get in the faxes? We need to decide immediately how to punish this man because in two days we'll forget about it again. So we better decide right now while our tempers are hot before any other facts get in. Yeah, that's the mob rule problem, and I think that's a huge problem. I think it's a little bit different than this, though. Um, but that is a big problem with this with this case specifically. The problem I had with this one is that all these vegetarians took it as an opportunity to shit on everyone who's not a vegetarian. They used it as a platform to push their agenda. And they did it with the following snarky messages. Hey, all you people who have a problem with Cecil the Lion getting shot, you should be vegetarians, otherwise you don't have a right to bitch about it. That's totally true. No, absolutely not. Why is it not? A cow is exactly this. How is a cow any different than a lion? No, How is killing all, 80 million cows every year different than killing a lion? Because, Dick, the, the cows were raised for slaughter. They are palatable. They're raised for our consumption, and we bred them to be that way. Not the, not like the wild lions roaming out into in, in, uh, in the prairies, in the savannas. What's the difference? I just explained it. It's satisfying to eat meat. It's satisfying to kill a lion. What is the difference? The difference is that one is an endangered species and one is not. One is bred to be killed. One is not. And also, the other difference is, Dick, that vegetarians... To eat their their uh, uh, sanctimonious diets still are contributing to the death of billions of animals. Those uh, those threshers, those wheat and soy threshers that they use, those machines that they use to harvest all the crops that vegetarians eat. Guess what? They're sucking up snakes, rabbits, skunks, possums, squirrels, chipmunks. Birds, even deer, countless animals get sucked up into these machines to make your diet. So the sanctimony, fuck off with your hypocrisy. That's my problem with that. Well, which side are you coming in on then? You think the vegetarians are wrong for criticizing people who are meat eaters for criticizing a guy who killed an animal? Yes. So uh, none of them are right. None of them are right. But at least the vegetarians, I mean, at least they're trying not to kill things doesn't matter try that's a bullshit i hate that argument so much i hate it when they say they're trying not to kill things because guess what when you're ignorant that's an excuse because you're ignorant right but once i've told vegetarians that you're no longer ignorant your diet is contributing to the death of billions of animals they are they're no longer ignorant right they can no longer stand behind that excuse they can eliminate their uh, contribution to the dead animals down to zero if they planted and picked their own crops. But then they say, well, that's too inconvenient for their lifestyle. Well, guess what, dickhead? Sometimes it's too inconvenient for our lifestyles to be a vegetarian. If you're going to make that argument, where do you draw the line in the sand? What's the level of convenience that we should inconvenience ourselves? How many animals are okay to kill? Tell me that number, dickhead. There's no fucking All vegetarian authority. All of them? Then how come they're killing billions of animals? It's bullshit, man. They're just think, they're thinking, oh, because I kill a third less animals than you, I'm better, I'm morally righteous? Well, guess what? What if someone comes along and they say, I kill one less animal than you? Are they then morally, more morally righteous? Fuck yeah. you, man. You can't. No, it's not. It's, it's all or nothing. You can't kill one human being and say you're a good guy because you didn't kill ten. You're still a dick. Well, you, yeah. Sure one maybe. One maybe. No. When you're drawing that moral distinction, you're either a murderer or not. It's binary. You have murdered or you have not. Yeah, but if you did it in an abstract way, you're not as bad. I mean, that's just the way morality works. Well, you say that. I mean, th- there's clearly a case to be made that that's not the case. Well, that's the way society works. You set the, if you set the speed limit to 15 miles an hour, there'd be less deaths. Therefore, so, setting it at 55 or 75 causes more deaths. You cause more deaths. But Dick, if you're saying you're that not it, as bad, you're not as bad of a murderer. If you're saying that you're doing it in an abstract way, you're not as bad. Then you just undermined your own argument because you're saying that um, uh, meat eaters then are doing it in an abstract way. They are. You're not okay. Then you're just as culpable as a vegetarian. 
sorry, you're just I'm just as culpable as, as a vegetarian. You're no different than a vegetarian. If you're saying that meat eaters kill their animals in an abstract way, and you're saying that vegetarians kill their animals in an abstract way. I don't think meat eaters kill animals in an abstract way. You got the meat sit you got a burger sitting in front of you. You don't know where that came from? Came from a fucking cow. Yeah, but you got a piece of bread sitting in front of you. Don't know where that came from? Came from a field that killed lots of animals. I don't, yeah, I, you, you made that point. I don't know what you're saying. Like, I don't know why you're bringing that up again. Because that moral relativism that's going on between mm-hmm. vegetarians saying that they are more morally righteous for not killing, uh, you know, six billion animals as opposed to three, I think that that's complete horseshit. And by the way, that doesn't account for the plant life that they're killing. Like, it's just speciesism. Which I'm, which I'm in favor of. At least I'm honest about it. Vegetarians who eat plants are speciesist because they think that they deserve to live more than the plant life they're killing. They think that their life is more important than the plants they're killing. Yeah. And meat eaters are no different, except they also think that their lives are more important than the animals they're killing. Oh, boy, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Yeah, you don't okay. like vegetarians. I get it. Well, um, that's my problem with this lion thing is the vegetarian angle. But which the, is... This guy's a poacher, though, Dick. I'm pretty sure this guy's a poacher. If he wasn't defending himself... I mean, you get that with no, you get that with no evidence. Well, like, you haven't heard the guy's story. The, guys, the guy not defending himself against a mob is enough for you to convict him. No. Based, based on what I read on CNN, I read on CNN that this guy paid a corrupt official $50,000. They found the official so what, and he, two of the so two of them went out there, hey, 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 who's corrupt around here? No. I want to kill a li- no. I want to kill a lion who's corrupt. There are shady fly-by-night organizations online that you can pay for a permit. That's a fake permit and you can you know it's a fake permit. Oh, you know, he knew. Well, there you go. I mean, there you go. He's not, there you go. He's you heard not it on CNN. defending himself, Dick. And also, these two of these guys were arrested. These Zimbabwean officials he supposedly paid, yeah. they're arrested. What does that mean? That means that obviously they weren't official. The the girl, the 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 permits that the girl bought hers from, uh-huh. those guys weren't arrested. Well, they were on the up and up. Right. I assume. Right. I don't know. Right. That's why I don't think that this is exactly the same as the uh, Of course the it's not the same. It was illegal. Whatever they did was yeah. illegal. Yeah. That's why it's a big fucking problem. That's why everyone's on their high horse convicting this poor bastard when I re- I don't know what he did. And I don't care. I don't care. I don't think anybody I don't think there's an ounce of altruism in the in the bones of anybody who has a problem with it. Like they just want him dead. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree on that point. And then, and it's exactly the same as the people who wanted that girl dead who did it legally. They don't give a shit whether it was illegal or not. They don't give a shit about ecotourism. I'll, they I'll, just don't want things killed because yeah. they think they're next. I'll agree on that point. <laughs> well, they agree. think that they see something and they love it. They could because they project this stupid anthropomorphic shit on it. They look at that lion and they project their fucking dads onto it. And when they see it die, it causes them pain because they feel weak. They think they're next. It's their shitty way of dealing with their own mortality. That's why they get so pissed off. Yeah. Fuck all of them. Also, Disney. I think people like the Lion King. So they, as soon as, as soon as it's Cecil the lion, they anthropomorphize it, like you said. Sean, do you want to say that word? anthropomorphic yeah. i can say it this week uh but yeah dick i agree on that point i think that the mob who is mad at this dentist don't give a fuck about altruism they no. don't give a fuck about lions they don't give a, sh- a shit about they don't anything. care about the facts they either just want the satisfaction of impugning someone and going after someone with a pitchfork i totally agree oh, with that they want the satisfaction of killing something wow 
That sounds familiar, doesn't uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. And by the way, these vegetarians who are getting all haughty and saying that you're not allowed to feel sympathy for this lion, they say you're not allowed, because, almost as if it's a joy to feel righteous indignation. It is. You're not allowed to feel this sense of righteous indignation against somewhat, somebody or something. It's reserved. This joy is reserved. They have exclusive monopoly because they're vegetarians. Fuck you, man. And it's Who total, gives a yeah. fuck if it's endangered, by the way? Like, I would like one logical reason why it's important to protect the species versus getting money into an economy. You mean beyond the ecological diversity? Like, what is this, Pokemon? We got to have all the species? We got to have all the things? Who fucking cares? No. Like, really, who cares? No, Dick. It's biologists care. I will make a case that uh, ecological diversity is good for biology because when you eliminate a population from a biology, it has unpredictable effects on that, bio- on that, uh, on that ecology. Oh, yeah, Africa might become a huge shithole. Yeah, right? Well. If all the lions are killed, oh my god, watch out. No, but there's there's imperceptible ways that when you eliminate an entire species from the food chain, it does. Like, you might see the, the an explosion in a certain type of predator or pest that the lions were keeping in check. Right, exactly. That's the argument, is that a lion is an apex predator, right? They prey on things that are lower on that the food we chain. Eat. Usually, Yeah, grass yeah. eaters or whatever. Now, there's a huge influx of grass eaters. They eat all the land barren where farmers yeah. can't grow crops anymore. I mean, that's that's the argument against Well, it. I'm so glad the internet's full of all these uh, uh, brilliant biologists then that they can track that down. Well, I just want to add this, though, Dick. The, the industry of trophy hunting is doing more for preservation than all these bitching shittards on the internet crying and moaning and trying to kill this guy, this dentist, who, by the way, I heard even a celebrity tweeted his address. Fuck you. Man, it, it was right. it was Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow, fuck her, man. Ah, she's not. That's a fucking bullshit. How about we treat Mia Farrow's address? See how she likes death threats uh, at her house. That's fucking bullshit. You don't tweet people's addresses. You don't post their phone numbers. That's fucking garbage. That's crossing the line. But this ecotourism and and trophy hunting has done more for preservation because guess what happens to old lions in the wilderness? We haven't discovered any because they die. A- any lion, antelope, gazelle, rhinoceros, elephant, giraffe, when they get old, they get killed by a predator in the wild. That's why it's called the wild because it's every animal for themselves. They fend for themselves. Some of these ecotourism, uh, excuse me, some of these trophy hunting outfits, they take you specifically to kill old animals that are going to die pretty soon anyway. So it, at that least are preventing get- younger males from mating. Did you know that? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they'll box, they, they can't produce offspring anymore, but they do want to bang and they do want to possess the broads in yeah. the pack so they'll drive the younger males away well, so they can't they can mate do with them. that though yeah if they can't do go. that then they get killed by they the get younger killed. males yeah. there are no old animals in the wild you go to a zoo and you'll see an old tiger or an old monkey or an old lion that's because they're kept in captivity and they are taken care of but in the wild as soon as you're old as soon as you you, you can't run as fast or as soon as you're not as powerful enough to catch your prey mm-hmm. then you're gonna get killed and those animals that get killed in the wild bring in zero revenue to Africa they just die so it's better that we have a trophy hunter that brings in a hundred thousand dollars to that community so it helps conservation efforts dickheads i i did know that but i did i re, i read that with lions it's not the case like with with lions the new line will come in and kill all of the sired cubs they do because they want their bloodline yeah so it's actually really bad specifically for lions the lion species like it's not it's not about conservation because that's true for like giraffes and i don't know rhinoceros or whatever else but it's yeah. not true for lions yeah 
Uh, but I don't, I don't fucking care. It's their resource to determine what they're going to do with it. It's yeah. none of our business. And while we're sitting here uh, pumping poison into the air, like, every day, I, I, I think that the moral, uh, moral high ground was lost. Like, yeah. our, our decadent society throws away enough food to feed the entire world, and we're telling them how they can monetize their animals? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck off. I don't care where he shot it. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. With a crossbow, not a gun. Sure. Yeah, man. Um, I agree. I just wish this guy uh, hadn't done it under such shady conditions because then I could make the case that uh, for, for trophy hunting, helping the economy. Um, it's kind of like, you know, Milo Manera, who created that Spider-Woman's cover? Mm-hmm. Right? The Spider-Woman ass cover, that yep. ever, the alternate cover that everyone had a shit fit about. He defended himself. He said, I, this is not a sexual cover, blah, 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 blah. Something similar happened with a DC comic. Someone created a variant cover where... Um, Joker's killing... Uh, got a gun to a girl's head. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I think yeah, it was yeah, Batwoman, yeah. and they said that it was crossing the line, and it was, yeah, it was this very and that, weird. Blah, blah. And so the artist uh, kowtowed to the pressure, and and then all these... And he pulled the cover. He recalled the cover because huh? of the complaints that he got. And all these people hit me up on Twitter. They're like, hey, Maddox, why don't you uh, write a thing about this just like you did for the Spider-Woman's ass? And I said, no, fuck this guy. If he's not going to defend himself, I'm not going to do it for him. I'm not going to fight this guy battles you have you stand up for what you believe in if this guy did it righteously i think we'd be hearing a different story in the uh, in the news i think that that's uh that's that's the slight distinction i think in this one. Oh man yeah ah, that that really annoys me <laughs> that you expect him to give a defense against absolutely millions of people wanting to kill him fuck that here's the thing man the difference between millions of people wanting to kill you because you did something wrong and the difference between millions of people wanting to kill somebody who is at least defending himself. I mean, people didn't uh, shit down OJ's neck until at least after the verdict as much as they did before. I mean, some people thought he did it before, but after the verdict, oh my gosh, he stopped defending. You know, uh, but OJ's This is not a his celebrity. Innocence. This guy is not OJ Simpson. This is the no. first time he's ever... I don't even know if he has a Reddit account or a Twitter account. He'd have to learn what those are yeah. to figure out... The the things that everybody's saying but not saying about him. Yeah. Should be shot, but, you know, you know, I also think there's too much gun violence. Yeah. And, but if there ever was a justifiable case for gun violence, this would be it. It's like, congratulations, you're part of the problem. It's such, to an, go. It's such an old world, medieval, pitchfork crowd, dipshit mentality. They just want to feel righteous anger. That's all this is. Yeah. Good problem, Dick. Yeah, they it really annoys me. Yeah, Dick. Uh, so, I guess if it comes out that this guy wasn't poaching, then I'll change my stance a little bit. Because then he's totally justified, guys. It helps the economy. It helps lions in the long run. I, yeah, I don't think it helps lions in the long run, but I also don't care if he was poaching. So, Dick, you know I had a problem with uh, infants. Well, infantilism, but yep. uh, they're a type of infant. You know what a, a, another type of ant is? <laughs> ants. Finally. Ants. Ants and AIDS. Those are the two big problems I always talk about at the time. I hope of the you show. do a better job with ants than you did with AIDS. I hope so too, buddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hate ants. I fucking hate ants. Oh, good. I thought I you were. I grew gonna- up on an ant hill, man. Everywhere I grew up is one giant, uh, I don't know, cubic 20 miles of fucking ant hill. They're everywhere. They ruin grass. They ruin sitting, like, they just, they crawl all over everything. It's like the gray goo problem with nanobots, but ants. They, they ruin they, lives. They pinch your cheeks. Ants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Whatever. I thought that was a good joke. <laughs> okay, Dick. Ants. 
The number one suggestion on Google when you type how to get rid of is ants. Oh. Number one. You know what number two is? Mexicans. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just a reminder, Dick is Mexican. That joke is half okay. Half Mexican. It's yeah. half okay. Yeah. Just the good half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. His left half. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what the number two result is? It's how to get rid of carpenter ants. Oh, another type of ant? Another type of ant. So ants are so bad, they are both the number one and number two search result when you type in how to get rid of. Then it's acne, lice, bed bugs. <laughs> ants are worse than all these things. Worse than acne? Worse than acne. Oh, fuck. Worse than acne scars. Worse than hiccups. Your problem, Dick. Vote down hiccups. Vote up ants. Well, you don't need to vote down hiccups. You can just vote up <laughs> ants. Okay, vote up don't ants. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> then how to get rid of a cough, how to get rid of fleas. And how to get rid of cramps. Cramps are not as as bad as ants, apparently. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Cramps are not as bad. I would rather have a cramp than an ant. You'd rather have a menstrual cramp than an ant? I think so. <laughs> Give, I, can have, I can have menstrual cramps all day. Yeah. It's true. I'd rather have that, though, because ants are so hard to get rid of. They're impossible. Yeah. Ants raid your food storages, they damage your housing, they damage crops, and they bite you. They bite your, they bite your dick off. Well, they bite you in the dick, at least. Maybe your dick off. I don't know. Their ability to adapt makes it nearly impossible to eliminate entire colonies. There's a 13-page article on readersdigest.com on how to get rid of pests, these ants. ants. The first suggestion is to create a moat around a food source made out of adhesive tape. You gotta create a moat of tape around a, a food source to bait the ants into yeah, coming in there? Yeah, or chalk. Chalk will work, too. If you draw a chalk outline around you, they can't cross it. Like, whatever, their, their chemicals can't cross over it. They're like the vampires of the insect world. Yeah. No, but that's true, actually. Chalk is on this list. Yeah. yeah. See, I told you, I grew up on an anthill. I hate them. Yeah. Uh, boric acid is also supposed to help, but you have to spray boric acid along all the cracks in your house. But boric acid is toxic. If you have dogs or cats, it's, it's pretty toxic yeah. to them. Or even kids, infants, another kind of ant. You can use flour. Mm-hmm. I guess flowers don't like to cross a, a trail of flour. They, first As of all, they, flour? they say flour for a number of reasons. First, so you can see if they do cross it, that it leaves a trail. Oh. But then second, ants don't like to cross flour for some reason. Yeah. And, uh, and then they also suggest pouring boiling water on an anthill. That's supposed to help? Oh, that's not going to fucking no, work. No way. There's <laughs> One a- gallon of anthill? Good luck. Huh, yeah, good luck. You've got a real big ant problem if you can fix it by pouring a tea kettle of boiling water down it. Ants are disgusting creatures that live in giant colonies. They're kind of like, um, you know you know what I bet ants do in their spare time? They probably color in coloring books. You think so? Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. tying it back. Um, and, so here's the thing. Here's why that uh, tea kettle thing won't work with ants. Because they did this experiment, I think, in Australia, where they poured, they pumped a bunch of cement down an ant hole, right? Mm-hmm. An ant hill um, to, to see the structure of an ant colony. So they poured all the cement down there, left it, uh, left it to settle for like, I thought two, that was aluminum. Weeks. Might be a different thing, but I've they, seen it. Yeah, I've seen the aluminum one, too. It might be the same one. It might yeah. be a mixture, but whatever. They poured some cement, either cement or aluminum, down this, uh, this ant structure, right? And they found out that the structure is over 50 square meters yeah. long. It's 100 square feet. That's 164 square feet, this anthill. And I'll post the video on the website, but this is an incredible structure. It's so huge and disgusting. It looks like the mother brain uh, from Metroid. Yeah. You know, Metroid, my favorite female video game character. Uh-huh. It looks like the mother brain from that. 
Um, it, this is from, uh, I, I think this is from Wikipedia or, or Reader's Digest, I forget. But worker ants live from one to three years old, and queen ants can live up to 30 years. Oh. That means if you buy a house and get a 30-year mortgage, you might die before you get rid of your ant problem. Yeah. You might not even pay you off your house. You can't get rid of them. You cannot get rid of ants. Oh, they're terrible. They're terrible insects. This is from Wikipedia. They say, in some parts of the world, mainly in Africa and South America, large ants, especially army ants, are used as surgical sutures. The wound oh, is pretty, pressed to... Yeah, it's useful. A, I guess it's kind of useful, yeah. Uh. I mean, if you're in Africa and you don't have anything else, you just have ants. They, <laughs> the wound is pressed together with the, and the ants are applied along it. The ant seizes the edge of the wound in its mandibles and locks it in place. Yeah, that sounds pretty useful, Dick. But if I'm suffering from a cut or a wound... Or a gash on my body. Uh huh. I think that there are a few things that are more close to a horror hellscape than having ant mandibles hold me together. <laughs> yeah. You know what, you know what doctor? Just put a bullet in my head. Send me out with Cecil the Lion. Let me the fend for myself. probably doesn't have a bullet in these circumstances. Yeah. Then just whatever it is you guys do to kill me, put me in a stew. Like, whatever it is, send me out into the wild. Just let me have a final rite of passage. Throw me off a cliff. I'm done. I don't want ant mandibles holding my, my wounds closed. I don't need it. I don't need to live that bad. I'm good. Yeah. I hate them. Yeah. Ant, ants are a big problem. Yeah. We're, agree- we're in agreement here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had ants in your apartment? In any of your apartments? Um, no, not in my apartment because I live way too far off the ground. Uh, I'm trying to think. It was it was in the house where I grew up. Yeah, it was ants. Like every we had to wash every dish. We couldn't leave anything out because there would instantly be ants. If there was anything in the pantry that was left open even a little bit, ants. Yeah, like, boom! These motherfuckers. You see their line coming in, and mm-hmm. that's it. They can carry food some, ruined. They can carry something like fifty times their weight. They're really strong. They're the jocks of the insect world. Yeah, ants. They are. Yeah, fuck those guys. Serve me my French fries, buddy. That's mm-hmm. all I want you to do. These ants, which I don't even eat because fries are garbage. Vote up fries. Um, here, here's so the, would you be okay with poaching ants? Wide, oh, absolutely. Wide-scale slaughter of ants? I'll t- you know what? I'll tell you what I did. Here's my first experience with ants, really. Like, as a child, I would always, you know, burn them with a magnifying glass or yeah. pick them up and put them in a molten pool of plastic because I'd burn, uh, melt army men, right? Sure. One time I do? went, I was in my, my uh, garden growing up at my parents' house. And we had this huge acre of property. Um, we had a lot of, uh, we had an orchard. And in that orchard, we had these fire ants. Fire ants are more aggressive than regular ants. They're kind of, they're red in color. And they're very aggressive and they will bite you. Their sting uh, isn't as bad as a bee sting, but pretty close. It's up there. So I went out there one time and I was watching that they would build these giant ant hills in my backyard. And these things probably came up about a good uh, foot off of the ground, above the surface. Like huge ant hills. So I'd go down there and I would fuck around with the ants. I I would I one day I took a bunch of dirt and I just buried the ant hill. Yeah. Went back there the next day, back exactly the way it was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how the fuck? What do they just work all night fixing yep, fixing that's my all mess? They do. So then I decided rather than burying it, I was gonna dig it. I was gonna dig it out. So I dug a huge hole and then I came back the next day. The holes filled. It's they refilled the hole. They rebuilt their stupid little castle, right? Yep. So then I went back the next day with a bunch of firecrackers, and I just shoved them down that fucking hole. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, ants. Blew the shit out of it. Uh, came back next day. They're, I mean, this went on for like a you week and a half. You can't kill them. No. I mean, I didn't have much to do. This is summer break uh, in Utah, so what the fuck am I doing, right? 
So I went back there again. Finally, this time I dug a hole as deep as I could, poured a bunch of gasoline right down there, and set it on fire. I'm like, fuck these ants. And then I watched the ants. They would come out from the side of the hole that I built, right? Because their colony goes off to the left and to the right uh-huh. and uh, forward and backward, right? So these ants were coming out into this sarlacc pit of hell that I created for them, and they would fall right into the pit. And I sat there watching these fuckers fall into my, my fire pit for hours. It was great. It was a good time. Well, not not hour, maybe an hour total, uh, but uh, you know, I didn't have enough gasoline. I'm just a kid. So well, anyway, I man. would vote up ants. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how high it should go though. Yeah, higher than AIDS. <laughs> I I hope it is. <laughs> From AIDS to ants, they certainly inconvenience more people. That's oh. true. That's true. You know, I assume. You know Unpopular, what though? but you know what though, Sean? You know what's more inconvenient than than having to deal with ants? Going to a funeral. That's a bummer. You gotta get all dressed up and you gotta, you know. All right, is that it? I gotta fast. I gotta fast one because we're yeah. all we're out of time. Uh piss driblets. <laughs> piss driblets. Yeah. When was the last time you wore khaki pants as a man and not worried about when you weren't worried about oh, piss driblets? Huge problem because when they dry, they leave behind that uh that little White stain. Yeah, right? and it, it's worse than a piss driblet at that point. No, it's like it, a phantom, phantum uh, cum spot. Yeah, uh, it's it's cum that that uh, that could it should be. You know what? Look, if people are gonna assume I have cum on my pants, I want it to be cum. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to be chastised for having jizz stains when it's not jizz. Might as well be jizz. If you think it's jizz, I'm it might as well be jizz. I'm less embarrassed about a jizz stain, which I have accidentally done. Gross. Hey, it happens. Uh, than I am about piss driblets, and this is and we're in a we're in a warm climate, right? You go to like a cold climate, man. I'm shooting like a a whole piss stream into my pants after going to the bathroom. Why? Because it's cold. What does that have to do with it? I don't understand. Why do you piss? Why do you have more piss driblets in your pants after it's cold? I don't know. You're, I, I, I was just assumed that my prostate didn't work the same in a cold temperature. Huh. Is that? Does no one else have this experience? No. No. What? No. No. Oh shit! Maybe I need to go to the doctor. Yeah. yeah. You got like snot for piss and cold. No, 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 no. Like you go to the bathroom. Like let's say you're, I don't know. Let's say you're skiing or something. You're, you're somewhere where it's very cold, and you've got some like enough so you've got like a significant amount of shrinkage. It's like where you've got like a slim gym for a dick. At that point, yeah. you know, where you've yeah. got to work it just to get the pee out. Yeah, Dick, and can you tell all the ladies who are listening right now that there's shrinkage when it's cold? That's a normal everyone thing. Everyone knows that. Well, it shrinks? <laughs> yeah, everybody knows Come on, that's Seinfeld. Shrinkage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a frightened turtle. Yeah. Yeah. From Seinfeld, yeah. Yeah. So so that's the time that you dribble That's on the time, more. yeah. Then you go to the bathroom in, a, in like that kind of atmosphere. And you, man, as soon as you zip up, it's like that's when the pissing starts. You know what I hate? That never happened to you? No, man. What? No. I pee just fine in the cold. But it's the, it's the after pee that I'm talking about. That more pee so comes you know, out? Uh, yeah, well, you know where piss driblets happens. Like, you're peeing, right? And you shake it off, and then you put your pants on, and like, ah, oh, god damn it, like a little squirt of piss came out. You know? Or it flicked off the tip or something. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I get, that just doesn't happen to me more and in more the cold. more squirts out in the cold. No, it doesn't. That doesn't happen to me. You know, Dick, a long time ago, oh I was talking God. to a, a friend in, uh, in IRC called, I think his handle was The Ghost. I, don't, I can't even imagine he's listening at this point. But um, I think he's, I don't know if he came up with this, but he said, you can wiggle it, you can jiggle it, you can bang it against the wall. But until you put it in your pants, the last drop won't fall. And that's yeah. the fucking, that is the fucking truth. Here's something I noticed as an adult, and I don't know, I don't know, maybe this, uh, I just didn't notice as a kid, or maybe it didn't happen, but as an adult, sometimes when I, when I pee, 
I, uh, you know, if I'm sitting down, I'm pooping, and I also take a leak, I put my pants up. Sure. Right? You get that last drop, and it, it has this perfect line of sight access to my toes. It drops all the way through my through my boxers. It misses my boxers. Oh, it I know misses what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, and it hits yeah. your foot. Yeah, and then you're looking down like you're some fucking Neanderthal pissing She's all over piss yourself. Piss all over your foot. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I thought. I think to myself, in what situation would I ever have pee on my foot outside of the shower? Because I pee all over everything in the shower. Sure, it's good for you. It is. Yeah, kills athletes. It kills foot. fungus. There is no fungus on my feet. <laughs> How many guys you got in there pissing on you? <laughs> Fuck you, Dick. That's not funny. I mean, I got these. I got these brand new khaki pants. Yeah, I got them hemmed and tailored, and I was really happy to wear them. And the first time I go out in them, boom, piss driblets. I'm like, fuck. This is why I never wear khakis. Where are you going to your job at AT and T? You be in an AT and T. I was trying to bring. I was trying to bring khakis back. Like I thought that they would no. look nice. They're already here, Dick, and they haven't left. Just go to the Midwest. If you go to Disneyland or Six Flags, you can tell the people who are visiting versus the people who are who are uh, natives because the mm. people who are visiting that's their uniform: khaki pants, khaki shorts, cargo shorts, blue shirt. That's everybody who comes to visit California. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's my problem. Piss, piss, triplets. piss triplets, which also, Dick, uh, it's a big problem for women. I didn't know this really? until until recently. Yeah, women won't go to the bathroom unless they can get at least one square of toilet paper because they want to wipe down there, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah, they definitely want to wipe down there. Yeah, it gets all they gucci. They got to wipe. A, it gets all gucci. But the um that doesn't help pistri- the kind of pistri- that I'm talking about. Like even if you get the tip clean, more is still coming out. More is just waiting, waiting mm. in the rafters to spring out as soon as you get that zipper yeah, up. Yeah, it saves a little in the chute. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking penis. Always working against you. You know um, what I thought of recently, Dick? This is a, a, I guess, I'll just, I just want to add this to your story. But I was thinking, I was sitting around daydreaming about my penis a while back. Mm. And I was thinking, like, hoses. I was thinking about hoses and how, you know how when you turn on a garden hose, you can put your thumb over the tip and uh, and kind of squirt it really, really far. Right. Like a high pressure. So I thought, I'm going to try that with my dick. Why haven't I never done that with my dick? I could just kind of do that like a, like a hose. So oh, <laughs> did you find out the reason why you've never <laughs> oh, done that? Oh, I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to see if you think it's the same reason. So I went in the shower. You shot and yourself was, in the face. No, no, Sean. I didn't shoot myself in the face. I'm not. Stop fantasizing. I know you're thinking <laughs> about it. So I went in the shower, got, I built up a good piss, right? I drank like three cups of water. I'm sure. like, I'm going to piss everywhere. And so I got in the shower, I put, my, I put my thumb over my pee hole and started peeing, and it just hurt really bad. And yeah. I, I tried to pee harder. <laughs> <laughs> it just blocked myself, my pee stream. And uh-huh. I tried to pee harder, and I could feel, I think my kidneys started to hurt. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm thinking, oh, this can't be good for me. So I finally started to pee, and it just like stung when it came out because it had been so backed up. Uh, awful, awful experience. So don't do it. Yeah, don't the, do that. The reason is because your body can't build enough pressure for you to uh, use it like a garden hose. Yeah, yeah. All the pressure that sh- you should exert through your pee hole is all the natural pressure that your what is it? Stomach, I guess. Bladder. Bladder. It's called. Yeah, but the muscles that that contract the bladder is it just the bladder? I don't know. Whatever. I'm not a just doctor. The bladder. I think there's a sphincter holding it in, and you've got to relax that, and that's how you pee. I don't mm. think it works like a whoopee cushion. Yeah, well, I found that out the hard way. <laughs> just I just had a bunch of warm, lukewarm piss in my hands. Oh, all right, sounds I, like it was a in fun the sh- night. It was in the shower, man. That's where you go to get clean. So it doesn't matter what you do; you do whatever you want in there. Kind of matters what? if you're doing that stuff. That that's weird. No, come on, girls love it. They I they do love it. Yeah, they do love messing oh. around with piss. Oh, they love it. Yeah, they lo- they'd like to dab some on their ears. 
No, I'm being serious. <laughs> they do <laughs> love it. They, they have it on their ears. Well, you know, they, it's a pheromone. Wait a minute. You get pheromones from your piss. So they, you've encountered women who do this? Put piss on their ears? I have read that <laughs> some women do this. Yeah, they put a little bit of piss on their neck or whatever because so, it's, it's erogenous. You, get, you smell those pheromones. You pee out pheromones, man. Oh, I really yeah. uh, hope that that's not true. Uh-huh. All right. You got my problems. Hunting crybabies and uh, piss driblets. And my problems were infantilism and ants. Big problem. Vote up ants and infantilism. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Hi, guys. So I came to a realization while watching the live episodes about Dick and his tiny face. Jesus Christ. The thing is, his face isn't small. Thank he just you. has a, an abnormally large forehead in comparison to the rest of his face. Well, how big is your fucking forehead? I mean, forehead? I'm not saying it's totally a bad thing. He rocks it. But it's not small face syndrome. It's just five-finger forehead syndrome. It's not. Why a... no one else has really mentioned that before? <laughs> Maddox, hey, this time oh. you can go fuck yourself. Oh. And Dick, you can join from behind. I will to this voicemail. The chick sound hot. How, how many fingers did she say my forehead was? Five? Five. Yeah, you're holding no, up five no, fingers. No, 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 right no. I got four fingers from my eyebrows to my hairline. Yeah, that's a, that's know, four man. fingers. I mean, I'm I'm a balding dude. I don't think you think I can fit that many fingers on yeah, my forehead. Yeah, you got like 18 hands high yeah. on the forehead. Yeah, I don't like think a horse. so. I don't. You're how you call me a horse? How dare you? <laughs> Look at that stupid fucking laugh. I got one more. Hi, I'm Maddox, <laughs> and I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> However. Yeah. Even though I worked as a programmer for many years, Uh-oh. and even though I wrote a whole 2,000 lines of code for my book, whoa, idiot. I <laughs> still can't figure out how the fuck Dropbox works. Mm. Hell, I can't even install iTunes on my computer. Yeah. This is because the software is bad. Yep. Even though millions of people every year who know nothing about computers manage to use these services. Uh. It's definitely not because I have some sort of weird philosophical objection to these services and try to use them in a way that was not intended so that when they don't work, I can complain about it on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Wah! Fuck this guy. This this flaming shitbag. Listen here, you slack-jawed, gullible, mouth-breathing, dullard idiot. You're such a moron. Here's the thing. When I'm downloading lots of files from Dropbox, uh-huh. I shouldn't have to worry about the no- the amount of space I have on my own <laughs> quota yeah. for it to compress the files. They should use that in their own internal space so I can download it, dick. Your <laughs> argument last time that it, it can't download multiple streams, guess what, dipshits? Uh-huh. Figure it out. Why don't you use your own temporary storage? Why should I have uh, why should I have to pay for 8 gigs of storage if I want to download 4 gigs of data? Uh-huh. Fuck you. Figure your shit out, Dropbox engineers. <laughs> Morons. Keep voting down that problem. I don't give a shit. Dropbox is garbage. You're garbage. You're too busy trying to figure out if you can plug your dick while you're peeing. <laughs> What's well, so funny? That's a, that's a scientific experiment. I thought about it. I had an observation. I had a thought. That would have ended so much better if he had shot himself in the face. <laughs> no respect. This is bullshit. The show's bullshit. Cancel the episode.